You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello, everyone, and welcome into today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is so nice to be here with you on the podcast today. And I'm feeling really excited today. It is a Monday here for me when I am recording this episode, and you'll probably get to listen to it a little bit later this week. But on this Monday, I am I'm just so excited because I'm coming into a really exciting week. And tomorrow she is liberated, begins my free three-day masterclass series that I'm hosting. I've just opened up the Facebook community for that training and just feeling the energy in there of everyone coming together and that gives me so much energy and it's really helping me connect with the energy of what I'm going to be sharing in that training. So that's going to be so powerful. And if you missed uh, She Is Liberated live, you can still go to ConnieChapmanCourses.com slash liberate to catch the replays. They will be up for a limited time, but go and check them out as well because all the replays from this training will be available. And so I'm feeling so excited about that. And also about the fact that Divine Femme is opening up for enrollments this Thursday, the 8th of September. And that is the first and only round of Divine Femme this year. So if you have had your eyes on that program, if you've been thinking about it, we have over 150 people on the wait list for Divine Femme. If you're one of those people, uh, get excited because enrollments are opening on Thursday. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that program as we move through. So I'm just feeling so excited this week. And I, I love these weeks where there's all these beautiful things happening. And I really get to come together with my community and come into trainings and share experiences and teach the things that I love to teach. So I'm feeling really, really good. And all of this has inspired today's episode, especially the fact that we're opening enrollments for Divine Femme, has inspired this, this conversation today around eight keys to embodying your divine feminine energy. That's what I want to talk to you about today. And I feel like this episode is going to flow on so beautifully from my last two episodes So in episode 122, we were talking about the true path of feminine living. And in episode 123, we were talking about inner child healing. And both of those are beautiful conversations that will really tie into what does it look like to embody your divine feminine energy. You might have heard me talk about it a little bit in the past two episodes, but I'm going to give you eight keys today that are really important parts of embodying this energy. And I've got a few notes for this session that I'm going to be going through to make sure I can really deliver everything for you that that I want to cover with you. And so when we talk about embodying divine feminine energy, this isn't just about becoming more feminine. And when I started my journey of feminine embodiment and understanding divine feminine energy, I really just thought it was about becoming more feminine and particularly thinking about these more external expressions of feminine energy, like how do we look when we're in our feminine? How do we express that outwardly through our appearance or what we wear or how we move? And we can really think that when we're embarking on this journey of feminine embodiment and divine feminine living, that 
it's really about more of those external expressions and it's not it's not just about that that might be an aspect of it but this is a true embodiment really of your divine power as a woman your most highest expression of yourself your most embodied expression you living your full potential and living as the version of yourself that you truly desire to be without being held back by any of your past conditioning or programming or limitations or inner child wounding or expressions of your wounded feminine energy or unhealthy masculine energy that you're embodying. This is where we really take the the journey to integrate all of those aspects into ourself and we become really embodied in our wholeness and in who we are, in our divine feminine essence, in our power. And this just becomes this energy now we move through in our life. We become this, this expression of ourself, which isn't about being perfect, you know, and I'll talk you through that in this episode. Um, but this is where we come really into that divine feminine power. And as I like to say, we become the creatress of our life and we start to now be able to move forward and really create what we desire from our, our true feminine power. So I'm going to give you um, eight keys to really embodying that divine feminine energy in this episode today. And these are not the only keys, you know, there's, there's even more I could have given you, but I wanted to try to just land on the key ones for you so that you weren't overwhelmed. And really what I'm going to be covering with you today in this episode is, is an intro, an introduction into what we cover in Divine Femme. And I want to help you really understand what this journey of Divine Feminine Embodiment looks like. Because in the Divine Femme program, which is my three-month signature program for women, like I said, opening up this week, and as you're listening to this, enrollments are probably already open (laughs) for pre-sale, which is so exciting. But this is a program where I've really designed to take you on the full journey of Divine Feminine Embodiment. And in that program, we start right at the beginning with working on actually coming into your body and getting grounded and regulating your nervous system. We then move into inner child healing and then we move into deep self-love work as you begin to reclaim your true self, your authentic self and learn to love and embrace all parts of you. We then move into working with your feminine energy and your masculine energy, integrating healthy and divine expressions of both of these energies and getting them working together. We then move into the reclamation of your beautiful feminine qualities, pleasure, radiance, magnetism, intuition, sensuality, and working with your cycle. I also support you around opening and de-armoring your heart and learning how to reconnect with your emotions and hold yourself through your emotions and alchemize your emotions. And then we move into power reclamation, really coming into your power. And that looks like finding your true authentic voice, speaking your truth, asking for what you want and need, being able to put in boundaries and say no, really honor yourself, really raise your self-worth so you can have higher standards on what you desire to create and receive in your life and really start to come into the embodiment of your divine feminine woman, that embodied, empowered woman within you. And so we go on that full journey over three months. We have masterclasses, we have group coaching calls, you have practical embodiment exercises. And I want you to know with this program, this isn't just like an online course that you do and you're in a group of, I don't know, hundreds of people and you're kind of alone in it. 
this is this is pretty intimate. I keep Divine Femme pretty intimate, usually around 25 women, so that I really get to know you. You get a lot of personalized support, and it's almost like you're in an intimate group coaching program as you're going through this. So if you would love to know more about Divine Femme, go to ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme. Link is in the show notes. I have pre-sale open at the moment where you can get a special pre-sale discount. If you were on the wait list or if you were in She Is Liberated, you would have got that pre-sale discount link. And enrollments are open until the 18th, September the 18th. Um, And then we begin together on Monday the 19th as a group going through this incredible three-month journey. So if, as I'm exploring this episode with you and you're really understanding this journey, this is resonating, go and find out more about being a part of Divine Femme and really getting the in-depth coaching and personalized support that will actually help you uh, create the results and actually do this work and embody this work. Okay, so let's let's get into talking about um, these eight keys. And the first one that I'm going to give you might surprise you. And the first key to embodying your Divine Feminine energy is to heal your relationship to the masculine to heal your relationship to your own inner masculine energy and the external masculine energy in your life. Now, the way that we feel about the external masculine, whether it is we've been in relationship with men, whether it's our father figures or key masculine figures growing up, um, whatever we're in relationship with, whether it's um, a same-sex person, it doesn't matter. Everyone has masculine energy within them just like feminine energy and we all will have not all but a lot of us will have some wounding around what our relationship is to that masculine whether we felt you know growing up and throughout our life experiences that masculine energy is safe is trustable is reliable is genuine and honest is in integrity um, is present You know, what the feminine, your inner feminine needs to feel, particularly if you're a woman who identifies with having a real feminine essence and core and you like to operate from your feminine energy, for you to fully come into that energy, you need to have a safe masculine and you need to feel safe and trusting of the masculine. Not only how the masculine shows up in your life, but how you operate masculine energy within you. Yeah. And so masculine energy in its essence, and this is the part of you, right? The energy within you, because we all have feminine and masculine energy within us that gets expressed differently and that we lean into at different times, depending on um, what energy we need to move from at that, that particular point in our life and what we're doing in that moment. But the masculine within you is the part of you that is steady grounded, reliable, consistent, disciplined, has leadership and direction, is present, conscious and aware and can hold space. It is like a rock. You know, that's how it feels. It is like a steady energy, a solid grounding force. It is the part of you that if you've ever meditated, you've begun to access in meditation. You know, when you access that stillness, that presence, that consciousness, that witnessing and holding space versus when you're in the feminine, it's more about the movement, the energy, the chaos, the emotion, the flow, the creativity, the expression. 
They're two contrasting and polarizing opposite energies. And we need both of them. And to be in our divine feminine, we actually need to have a healthy relationship with the divine masculine. Our our masculine needs to be running in a divine way within us, not in an unhealthy way. You know, unhealthy masculine energy within us can be that hustle energy where we're so obsessed with the outcome and the results and the achievement and the doing and the striving towards what we want that we we actually abandon and sacrifice our inner feminine's well-being along the way. We deplete ourselves. We drain ourselves. We need a relationship within us of these two energies where your inner masculine respects and honors your inner feminine and that all the actions you take, the things you do, the things you move towards, the structures and systems you set up in your life, the plans, the commitments, yeah, that's your inner masculine, honors your inner feminine honors how you feel, honors how you need what you need, honors where your body's at, honors where your emotions are at. If you have an inner masculine um, within you that can't hold space for your inner feminine's emotions, if you tend to judge yourself for being emotional, say you're being too much, if you feel you can't hold, like just sit and be present in your body to your own emotions that's a place where your inner masculine is not there fully holding you in your emotions if you have dreams and desires all the time of things you want to create your feminine heart is full of desire but there's no action happening there's no moving forward there's no structure or systems or plan around how that's going to happen there's no direction your inner masculine is flighty and ungrounded and procrastinating all the time and avoiding what feels uncomfortable he's not showing up for what your feminine needs to have her desires come to life so you can see how the relationship between these two energies is so important this is something we work on in divine femme I call it your divine inner union. And we work on it a lot through the program because in Divine Femme, I'm not just going to bring you into your feminine energy because that's not enough. And you can be fully in your feminine, but if you don't have your inner masculine there holding you, implementing boundaries, creating direction and structure and leadership around where to, where to go with your energy, your feminine won't know where to flow. She can't flow. She can't relax. She can't just trust because there's no leadership and direction there from that other part of you. So this is really about understanding the two energies, the roles they play, the strengths and weaknesses of each of them, the divine and unhealthy expressions of each of them, which I teach you all about that in Divine Femme. And we really work to create this this inner union. And so this is just something to think about when you're really understanding divine feminine energy that you're not just thinking about, oh, I just need to be more feminine. Um, Because if you go really, really feminine, you're going to end up getting completely overwhelmed and ungrounded and lost in your emotions and caught in the flow, but not being able to move forward or just feeling unsafe and unclear around where to use your energy. So having your inner masculine there um, is incredibly important. And it is how we create a a feminine that is in her power that is clear directional um, a leader who is uh, grounded who's embodied who is present and so and and self-aware 
but is also safe to fully be guided by her emotions and her body and her intuition. And she can flow and she can surrender and she can trust because she's working with both of those energies. Yeah. So the second thing around the second key to embodying your divine feminine energy, and this sort of flows on from what I was just saying, is to start to let your feminine qualities guide your life. So to actually live more guided by the qualities of the feminine. And so we're still working with our inner masculine here. It's not again like, oh, we're just going to be feminine, but we're actually letting the feminine be be the leading force. And then it's almost like your inner masculine is, is in devotion to her. And so the way that most of us live is actually the opposite of that. We're living in a masculine way. We're living from masculine qualities and trying to then integrate our feminine in. You see, so people come to the work of divine feminine embodiment and they're still running their whole life in a very hyper-masculine way, but trying to figure out how to integrate their feminine into that. The flip is where we actually start to begin living in a feminine way, guided by our feminine qualities, while integrating our inner masculine as a, as a form of support, as an energy that holds us as we move forward. And so when we begin to be guided by feminine qualities, we are living our life guided by intuition by the mystery. The feminine's the mystery. She doesn't need to know how everything's going to happen. She doesn't need to control. She can surrender into the moment and be guided. She lives in a space of openness and trust. When we live from the feminine, we live guided by our bodies, guided by how we feel, guided by our cycle, guided by what we need, guided by what nourishes us. We live from creativity. We are the creatresses. We understand that we are magnetic. When you are in your feminine, you are magnetic. You don't have to chase things. You can draw things towards you. So we begin to actually have the feminine and these feminine qualities being at the forefront of how we live our life. When we are not living from the feminine, and I was saying to you we're living from the masculine, this is when everything is about what needs to get done. I've got to do what I need to do regardless of how I feel, regardless of where I'm at in my cycle, regardless of what my body needs. This is when I've got to push and force for what I want because I don't trust the universe and I don't trust my intuition and I'm too afraid to be in the mystery of life. This is when I'm running hyper patterns of control. This is when I'm getting my validation through how much I achieve. This is when I'm really in my head, in logic all the time. And so one of my biggest areas of work, particularly in my business, is to let my feminine be leading and to be uh, living from and working from feminine-based qualities and noticing all the places I default into, oh, no, I need to get this done and we've got to hit this goal and I've got to strategize my way there and I've got to overthink and plan how this is going to happen. But instead, we come back into our feminine energy and we begin to be guided by her instead, by how we feel, by our intuition, by where we're being guided moment by moment, by what feels in alignment, by where our body is at, by the divine inspiration moving through us. And then we bring in our inner masculine as a form of support. And once we've got that, once we're anchored in the feminine, 
we tune into our inner masculine and we're like, okay, how can we build some structure around this? How can we create a bit of a plan around this? What do I need from my inner masculine to feel more grounded, more directional, more held, more supported? Um, how can I bring in more consciousness to what I'm doing? You know, we're integrating the masculine in, but living from your divine feminine is about beginning to embrace more of your feminine qualities and having them actually be at the forefront of how you live rather than living in a masculine way and just trying to integrate the feminine in there. Okay. (laughs) Can you feel the difference in that? So our third key in embodying your divine feminine energy and living from this energy, and we talked about this in my previous episode, is doing the shadow work and the inner child healing. And something I'm going to talk to you a lot about in She is Liberated, in Divine Femme, and something you might have heard me talk about before, is wounded feminine energy. And wounded feminine energy is like the shadow expression of our divine feminine energy. And so when we're in our divine feminine, we're empowered we are whole, we know who we are, we are sovereign, we're self-sourced, we're taking responsibility for everything we're creating, for how we're feeling, for how we're showing up, we're working on our energy. When we're in wounded feminine, we are running patterns from childhood now that are playing out through our feminine energy that are actually keeping us out of our power, living in a reactive way, living in a way where we're seeking externally all the time for things outside of us to make us feel how we want to feel and showing up in ways where we feel unworthy and insecure and not enough. And we haven't actually resolved what's been going on from our inner child that is still playing out through us now as an adult. And so the journey we need to go on is almost moving from wounded feminine to divine feminine by healing and integrating and growing up the parts of ourselves that still have things unresolved from childhood that are now running our life as an adult. And ultimately, that's the journey we walk in Divine Femme. In this program, I take you from Wounded Feminine to Divine Feminine. And Wounded Feminine is when we are really caught in those patterns of things like people-pleasing and worrying what other people think and self-doubt and comparison and judging ourselves and having to be perfect and having to be a high achiever, which a lot of this is all set up as a way for us to get love and ensure that we are loved. But they're childhood ways of getting love. They're not empowered woman ways of getting love. An empowered woman, the divinely feminine empowered woman, looks to herself for the love she craves. And she does the inner work to actually create that sense of love and acceptance and approval and validation from within her. And she knows then the world is a reflection of her and what she's created within. So the more she cultivates that within, the more the world around her reflects that back and the more she's able to receive that. But the divine feminine does not look outside of herself for what she wants. She doesn't chase and grasp and hunt and hustle and try to find it out there. She comes to herself. So she does the shadow work. She does the inner healing. She does the inner child work. She takes responsibility when she notices notices there's triggers, there's wounds, there's the wounded feminine playing out, there's something unresolved from childhood playing out. And she goes in and she heals and loves and integrates those parts of herself, not rejects, not shames. She loves them. They become a part of her 
and then they're able to be resolved and she can step fully back into being in her power. So if you haven't listened to episode 123 or 122, listen to them because they will give you some a much deeper explanation of, of some of these points I'm really covering in this episode today. So the divine feminine woman, she does her shadow work. She's not afraid to look at her shadow. She's not afraid to look at these parts of herself that are unhealed or unintegrated. She does that work and she loves and heals her inner child as well because she loves all parts of herself. Yeah, and her inner child is just one part of her that needs more love. (sighs) The fourth key to embodying and living from your divine feminine energy is letting your body be your guide, not your mind. (laughs) This is one of the hardest shifts that I see women go through and have to work through um, when I'm coaching them, when I see them in my programs. You know, so many of us as women are living in this very mind-focused way. Our mind is in overdrive and it's so difficult for us to trust our bodies to trust what our body feels, to trust what our body needs, to trust what our body is telling us. But the divine feminine woman lives guided by her body, not by her mind. She lives guided by intuition, not by logic. She honors her body, how her body feels, what her body needs, where her energy's at, where she's at in her cycle, the body wisdom moving through her in the form of her intuition, in the form of her yes and no, in the form of letting her know what she should be giving her attention and energy to. The body is her guide. For the divine feminine, the body is the guide. It is the oracle. It is the messenger that is constantly communicating with her. And so the biggest journey of really coming into your divine feminine is about moving from mind-based living to body-based living being able to come out of that need to be in the mind all the time so you can control and analyze and judge and pick apart everything and instead move into being able to deeply trust in your body and be in the unknown as you're guided by your body's wisdom and trust enough at times to step away from things, to walk away from things, to take breaks, to rest when your body says that is what it needs. A lot of women really struggle to trust when their body says, I need a break, I need to rest today. And to really trust that if you honor that, that you will, the, the pendulum will swing and you'll come to the other side again and you'll be ready to move forward again. You'll have the energy you need to create again. So there's a lot of trust there. But the divine feminine, she is living from the body and she's in the body. She inhabits the body. Again, the body is not just something that we drag along (laughs) as we live from our mind. The body is our home. The body becomes the place that we live. And so one of the, the first modules we cover in Divine Femme, and this is actually a brand new module. I actually decided this round to put in a brand new module right at the start that is on embodiment grounding and nervous system regulation because this is actually a really important foundation. I want to teach you how to be able to be in your body and be present to everything that's happening in your body and hold yourself through your healing. So we're going to spend a whole module on that before, you know, at the very start of our journey. And so this is about 
being able to be in your body, be present to discomfort, be present to your emotions, be present to your triggers, to your inner child woundings, and to stay in your body and hold yourself through it all. Yeah, that's like bringing in the divine masculine that is present and grounded and holds space. You do that through your body and then you allow your feminine emotion to move through you and to be expressed and to be felt. And so we need both our inner masculine and feminine integrated to be able to do that type of work. That's why I'm really almost focusing on divine masculine work, the grounding, yeah, the holding space before we move into the feminine work so that you feel really held through the journey and you have to be able to hold yourself through the journey. Um, So really letting your body be your guide, being embodied, inhabiting the body is a key part of living from your divine feminine energy. All right, let's move on. I'll just scroll down in my notes. So number five, key number five to living from your divine feminine, embodying your divine feminine energy is integrating your humanness and your divinity. This is such an important point. I think I talked about this in episode 122, where I was talking about how when I first came into um, doing personal development work, all I wanted to do was ascend. I just wanted to be in my divinity. I wanted to be one with the divine, right? And the divine is an aspect of the divine feminine. Obviously, the divine feminine knows her relationship to the divine. She's in relationship to the divine. She is surrendering to divine consciousness moving through her and guiding her through her life. She is surrendering to divine timing. She is working with a divine plan. She is in communication with her divine intuition. So divine feminine, yes, she is all about divine energy, but you can't avoid your humanness and you can't bypass your humanness. The divine feminine also welcomes the human side. The human part of you that has pain and trauma and emotion and shadows and triggers and a wounded inner child and who just gets, you know, fed up with life sometimes and has all her human real life experience. The divine feminine welcomes both. It is not one or the other. Like I said in episode 122, you have to descend in order to ascend. You have to be willing to descend into your humanness to ascend into your divinity. So both of those aspects of you have to be integrated and welcomed, which means we deeply honor our human experience and we hold ourselves through what comes up for our human self while building a relationship with the divine through our practices, through meditation, through working with our intuition, through seeing the divine synchronicities that are always unfolding in our life, through seeing how guided we are, yeah, through understanding the full mysteries of the universe. And I teach a lot about that in Creatress, really understanding the way the universe works. We need to understand both. And this has been one of the most fulfilling journeys for me is to both deeply honor my humanness and do the trauma work, the embodiment work, the emotional healing, the deep, gritty shadow work, while also fully being able to anchor into the light, to ascend, to go up into those higher chakras, to expand my consciousness, to feel my oneness with the entire universe. When you can have both, oof, that is a superpower, yeah? So the divine feminine, she is integrated in both her humanness and her divinity. 
And in Divine Femme, we do a whole module on activating and awakening your intuition and your relationship with receiving divine guidance. So um, we absolutely cover that through the program. If you currently feel like you don't have much of a relationship with your divine self. All right, let's get into our last two. So key number six, unconditional self-love. I, I uh, talked about this a little bit before, but the divine feminine does not operate from any space of judgment of shame, of guilt, of rejection of self, because the divine feminine does not make herself wrong. The divine feminine does not make anything wrong. The divine feminine, her essence is unconditional love. And so everything is welcomed. Every aspect of you is welcomed. Every imperfect, flawed, wounded part of you is approved of and accepted and loved and integrated as a part of you. When we are not in the divine feminine energy and maybe we're operating more from wounded feminine, we're going to fall much more into self-judgment, self-criticism, blaming, shaming, making ourselves wrong, being so hard on ourselves and having conditional self-love where we only love ourselves if, you know, we're perfect or we achieved that thing we wanted to achieve or we showed up for our self-care today. Our love is conditional when we are in that more wounded feminine energy. But the divine feminine is unconditional love, which means all of you is welcomed, approved of, and accepted and integrated as part of who you are. And so working with the divine feminine energy is about leaning more into understanding how to work with unconditional love, drop all of the conditions and rules you have around what you think makes you lovable and who you think you need to be in order to be loved. We need to ditch all of that because all of that is just programming. All of that is just programming and conditioning that you've picked up throughout your life around who you thought you needed to be in order to be loved. It's just more inner child wounding. Yeah. So that's that's part of the journey is looking at all the all the ways. Um, and we actually do this in, I think, module three, module four, maybe of Divine Femme. We do a whole class on unconditional love. And I really get you to look at and unpack and understand the rules and conditions that you have around loving yourself, being proud of yourself, accepting yourself, and what is often required for you to feel good enough. There's often so many hoops you have to jump through (laughs) to actually get your own love. I mean, if it's that hard to get your own love, how hard must it be to feel love from other people? Yeah? Or how much would that keep you always constantly needing to get love from other people because you can't even get that love from yourself? So the Divine Feminine, she practices unconditional love. And it's not always the easiest thing to do, especially when our mind is so convinced that we are not yet lovable unless we do this perfect thing. But that is part of the healing work and that is part of the journey of really coming into your Divine Feminine energy. All right. So our final principle, our final key in embodying your Divine Feminine energy is embodying your feminine power. And I did a whole episode on embodying your feminine power. I believe it's episode 110, very powerful episode. I highly recommend you listen to it. But when we work with understanding feminine power, we understand that this is more of a yin-based energy. Feminine energy is more of a yin-based energy and masculine energy is more of a yang 
energy. And a lot of us, when we think about power, we think about it in terms of masculine. We think about what makes us feel powerful. It's about being strong. It's about being capable. It's about being confident. It's about being accomplished. Perhaps we even think about it in terms of like toxic masculinity. It's about being dominant or, um, or being able to overpower other people, even manipulating people. You know, we can sometimes think about it in that way. And I've worked with women who feel very uncomfortable with the idea of embodying their power. We can have fear around embodying our power because we don't want to end up in a masculine energy. We don't want to dominate other people. We might think power is a bad thing. We might think people might not like us if we're in our power. And so a big part of coming into your power is about looking at your judgments around it and what you think that means. But when we work with feminine power, we understand that this is not at all about what you're doing. Feminine power is about who you're being. It's an energy that you embody and radiate. It is the way you feel about yourself. It is the way you carry yourself. And because feminine energy is more yin, it's more of an internal experience of power. It's not outward. It's not flashy. There's nothing to prove. Feminine power is an energy you hold within your body. It is a way that you move through the world. And it comes from how you feel about yourself. It comes from your relationship with yourself. It comes from knowing who you are knowing your worth and being fully embodied in your wholeness. And it's an energy that you just carry. You just move through the world in that energy. And so embodying your feminine power is so beautiful. It's what makes you magnetic. Yeah. And it's so different to what it looks like to embody a masculine power or what we think of as masculine power. And so the divine feminine, she's in her power, but she's not trying to prove anything. She's not trying to overpower anyone else. She's not trying to be better than anyone else. She just knows who she is. She's built a loving relationship with herself. She is integrated in all parts of her. So she's not trying to hide anything. She's not afraid of being seen. She is not trying to play roles. She just knows who she is and she's carrying that energy within her body, moving through the world in that way. And that's why it's more of a softer internal yin energy, but it is felt. It is felt. If you can think of any woman you know who's deeply embodied in her inner power, you feel her. It's not soft and subtle in in the way that in that she has no presence, in that the way that, you know, she's a wallflower. No, there's an incredible strength, but it's a strength where she's integrated in the inner masculine as well. So you feel that in how she moves. She she knows her worth. She has standards. She honors herself and stands up for herself. She implements boundaries because she deeply loves and cherishes herself. And that is felt in her energy. And that is felt in how she embodies her power. And so embodying the divine feminine is really looking at your relationship to your own power, how powerful you feel, how safe you feel being in your power, and all the places that you're currently disempowered, which is um, primarily the places you're in your wounded feminine. The wounded feminine is the part of you that's not fully embodied in her power, and she still operates almost as a victim. 
And that's still like that childlike energy playing out through you. But when you're embodied in your divine feminine, you've integrated all of that. You're taking full responsibility for your life and you're showing up as the creatress. Yeah. So I wanted to give you these eight keys to help you really understand what living in the divine feminine looks like. This is not about being perfect. This is not about being some ethereal highest expression of yourself all the time. Like I was saying, it's a human journey and a divine journey. It's a journey of feminine and masculine. Yeah. So there's so much integration that needs to happen of different aspects of ourself to come to this place of wholeness. Anytime we're in rejection of any part of ourself, we're fragmented. And the divine feminine, she welcomes and loves all parts of you and allows all parts of you to be present and is fluid and flexible in how all parts of you are going to be expressed. Sometimes you're going to be deeply human. Sometimes you're going to really need to be in your masculine. (laughs) Sometimes you're going to need to be really in your emotions. And she welcomes and allows all of that because you're this beautiful being dancing between all these different energies and frequencies. And that's the beauty of it. We welcome all of that. And we're not striving for perfection. We're not striving to be the divine feminine. We are just learning how to reclaim more and more of this part of us that has always been within us and is who we are. We just become disconnected from her. Yeah. And so living in this divine feminine energy is ultimately really the key to us living our full potential as women in our full power, in our most authentic expression, feeling loved and accepted by ourselves, feeling enough from within and then being able to create what we want in our lives from that beautiful place of wholeness and power, while at the same time loving and honoring the humanness of our journey And knowing there are going to be days that are messy and imperfect and where we feel disembodied and disconnected and and in unhealthy expressions of our energy or in our inner child again. And it's so okay. All of that is okay. Yeah. We just do the work to reintegrate that and heal that and then realign our energy as best we can. So my love, I hope this was I hope this was valuable for you. I really enjoyed sharing this with you. Um, and if any of this resonated, come and join me in Divine Femme. I'm going to be bringing together a beautiful community of women. We're going to be together for three months. This is my most intensive, in-depth, intimate program. It is a beautiful journey that takes you so thoroughly through this work of healing, of self-transformation, of self-liberation, of feminine embodiment and power reclamation. It is the combination of 10 years of my work with women and I teach you everything that I know in there. Um, It's a really transformational program. So come and secure your spot if it resonates, if you want to dive deeper, if you have any questions, message me on Instagram or send me an email. Enrollments are now open and yeah, I would absolutely love to support you in that journey. And like I said, we'll be keeping it fairly intimate. So you're getting a lot of support through the program. You won't just be a number going through this alone. You know, I'll know you and I'll be able to really, really support you. So if that resonates, if you're interested in learning more, go to ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme. 
Thank you for being tuned in, my love, to this episode today. I am off now to prepare for my first masterclass of She is Liberated tomorrow. Absolutely can't wait. I'm so excited. And if you're in that training, I can't wait to share it with you. And if not, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you can share it to your stories and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman. You can send it on to a friend. Uh, If you love Awaken Radio, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review if you really love this podcast because it will help other people um, really know the value of this and tune in and we'll spread the message of Awaken Radio. So thank you so much for being tuned in today and I look forward to talking to you again next time.